the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. Over the next hour, you'll have the opportunity to listen to Cynthia Hyatt, an internationally recognized therapist and life management expert in private practice with offices in Phoenix and Scottsdale. As a captivating communicator, Cynthia engages, energizes, and inspires her audiences to become all God created them to be. For more information on Cynthia's diverse background, log on to CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-A-H-I-E-T-T.com. Let the next 60 minutes inspire, motivate, and encourage you to become your own best version. Now, here's Cynthia. Well, welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. I'm Cynthia Hyatt, and I'm always glad that you joined me this afternoon. And I have a great show today, which I'm very excited about. It's probably a long time coming. And I want to introduce to you a, a very special woman. Her name is Lisa Payway. And truly, what's really amazing, I have known her probably longer than anybody in my life, other than maybe my family. Uh, we were first introduced to each other because we lived in the same neighborhood and went to kindergarten together. And so through the years, we've kind of, you know, our lives have maybe crossed different points in our lives. And um, I'm really excited about the work that she is doing because as she was growing up, all I ever knew about Lisa was she was this horse riding woman person that, you know, was doing, lived it you know, for horses. And so she was always winning all these big, huge awards and national awards for horsemanship, riding these beautiful Arabian horses. And sometimes I would get to go out and ride some of the horses with her, you know, during the summer. And it was always so fun to do it. And so what she has done is is turned this whole entire experience that she had growing up into actually a very, very therapeutic experience for people. And you may be familiar with equine-assisted therapy or any of the specialists that the supports that that equine, um, the equine experience can do. And I'm going to have her really talk about horses and how phenomenal how phenomenal these creatures are. And so I want to introduce her to you. And and it's always fascinating to me when I have people on my show that I know, and then I read their bio, and I I'm like, wow, I didn't know this all about this person. And so she she is self-employed, and she does work as a professional life coach, and she's an equine specialist and support group facilitator. So she holds certifications in therapeutic writing, instructor, and as an equine specialist in mental health. She also has a degree in psychology and a minor in business administration from Grand Canyon University. She's been a professional um, equestrian for over 30 years. She's training, showing, and coaching hundreds of horses and riders at regional and national levels and and has regional and national awards. And she started her first business when she was 28 years old and truly set industry standards um, because she did this full-service equestrian academy. And she's been involved in other businesses. She's quite the entrepreneur, loves to start businesses, and is a great, very big-picture thinker. And um, so she's developed the equine-assisted psychotherapy and equine-assisted personal growth and life skills programs. And she's been an organizational contributor and active participant 
in two other nonprofit organizations, which is Streetlight, which I'm sure you are very familiar with. This is the Mending the Soul, and this is for self um, for child trafficking. It's a great organization, and the Mending the Soul nonprofit organization as well. And so she really has this passion for helping people achieve inner victory and growth. And you know that's what this show is all about. It's about being your own best version. It's about God equipping us to be the people that he has originally designed us to be and removing all those things that get in the way of us being and enjoying who God made us to be. And so, Lisa, I'm so glad to have you today on the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So tell us a little bit. You know, I gave him this big, huge introduction. Yes, you, you did. Know, but, <laughs> but, you know, it's really fun, you know, to see where this has gone. Because I also, because I know you personally, I know some of the personal, you know, trials that you have been through, as you know, through, as you know, many of mine. And, you know, you pretty much almost walked away from horses at Absolutely. one point. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's kind of an interesting story because I am helping so many people through the organization of Envision really um, heal a lot of internal wounds from their past and um, help them be really engaged in their future. But my particular story was that I was so involved with the horses, love the horses, but um, I have quite a story of um, wreckage in my life that is very intertwined with the horses. So there was a point in my life in early 2000s that I thought I would was done with the horses. I never really thought I'd ever be around a horse again. I thought I was getting my degree in psychology. I was going to go straight on for a master's program. I was going to sit in an office in a skirt and high heels and never be around manure and flies again. <laughs> <laughs> but God had a different plan. And in the midst of that, he pulled me out of that and plopped me right in the middle of a therapeutic riding center, probably the last place on earth that I wanted to be. But I wanted to be obedient to him. I knew he had a plan. And so through that process, my wounds were healed. My wounds were healed, and I came back to the love of the horses, and I came back to the absolutely engaging partnership that they can make with humans for just an incredible reparative moment. And I want to share that with everyone. I think it's amazing. You know, I've, I've known... Um, through the different treatment centers that I've worked with, they have a, they most of the treatment centers now have equine assisted therapy, yes, yes. you know. And I know other therapists that do this, and I've experienced it with you through one of the horses mm-hmm. that I worked with with you. It's yes. really amazing. So, but before we get into that, I really, if, if you would share just some of how, you know, how redeeming God is that that many times in our past, the things that have hurt us you know, get associated with other things that really weren't the harm, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, and so there's there's many instances in my life where a lot of trauma has occurred in a situation with different types of people, and I had to work through that so that I didn't attribute all the harm. I didn't do this just broad, bro- broad brush stroke and say everything in that arena, everything in that area is now off limits because that's where I was hurt. And so you kind of learned how to do that. You realized it wasn't the horses. You know, it was the people, Mm -hmm. situations. And so God's like, we're not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Absolutely, yes. On the contrary. Right, right. And he did this huge Mm -hmm. redeeming process where you are now immersed in this and doing huge, 
you know, national, international things within vision. Yes, yes. I, I so resonate with that because I, I say in my story, I went kicking and screaming to this therapeutic writing center. It is not my plan. And day after day, I was triggered by the smells, by the sounds, by the needs of these horses. And I would cry out to God, what am I doing here? And he just said, be patient, be patient, I have a plan. And slowly worked that through for me. And now I can't think of anything else I'd rather be doing is helping individuals and families through the aid of a horse come out on the other side of something. And it's amazing. Well, you know, I mean, everyone that listens to the show knows how much I love animals. I'm always telling Mm. stories about my pets (laughs) and how much, you know, I just love animals. And I am a big believer that, you know, dogs, cats, certainly, you know, and and now horses, where I didn't have any of the education about horses and what type of an animal they were, but that they really bridge the gap Mm. where humans can't go. And, and they, they fill in all kinds of places and speak for us and speak to us in ways, you know, that God and, and humans, you know, that God does, but humans can't. Absolutely. And so it's a marvelous creation that he's done with, with horses. And, and please tell the people what horses that animal is really like. Yes. The question is, why horses? Right. Because they're oh, huge. Yes. It's, it's so exciting. And one of the things I, I love to share about horses is they're actually the perfect relationship. So where we can't ever have a perfect relationship outside of God, and even with our human relationships, there's always so many things going on. The horses offer an opportunity that is a very pure and simplistic ability to have that healthy, unconditional relationship without masks, without duplicity, without incongruencies emotionally. And one of the things that horses can really help us do is get in touch with our emotional peace. And in fact, I'll often tell you know clients, okay, we kind of need to let your cognitive brain just take a little coffee break for a minute. We're not checking it at the door, but we're letting it just take a little pause because we're going to really try and activate your emotional system and be able to be more in touch with your emotional system. And then the kind of training that we do is to help individuals be more aware of what's going on inside of them. And the horses actually help us do that. The horses will give us feedback about that. And it's amazing. I mean, I can go into many of the qualities that make horses really good for this work. And maybe this is a good time to do that. Okay, so. Well, one thing, you know, that was new information yeah. for me is when you called them prey animals. Yes. And that, and, and that they are herd animals. Yes. So one of the foundational dynamics of a horse versus a dog is that they're prey animals. So they absolutely have to be in relationship in order to survive. It's not just a a want to, it's a have to. So second only to their need for food is their need for relationship. So it's so human. It is. And in domestication, their relationship is with humans. So humans feed them, humans clean them, humans exercise them. They have their relationships with their other horses, but they are dependent on humans. So I pick horses that have really good relationships with humans. I don't pick horses that have their own mental scars from human interactions, but I, I pick horses that really want to be with in relationship with humans. So that's our default. And when people understand that, they know that that's the goal is to kind of help a human connect with a horse. And once that starts to happen, wow, all kinds of other great things start to happen. Um, We also have this sense that horses are gigantic. 
in compared to humans, they have incredible power. And they do have power to harm. And they have power to nurture. So this is an incredibly reparative quality when an animal that is a thousand pounds that could harm you chooses to be in relationship with you, chooses to uh, model the fact that you have value in relationship, that they can trust you in relationship. And they do that by making connections. And it's a very, very powerful moment. I think it's it's truly amazing when you think about the size of them and that you know, you get this wonderful feeling of power and love at the same time. Yes. You know, this wonderful feeling of power and vulnerability at the same time. Yes. And and it's it's a remarkable experience when you are led by someone like you that really understands horses and understands the process, what you can emotionally engage in and feel and the feelings you can get from a horse because, you know, they do that mirroring yes. thing that is remarkable to me that I did not, Absolutely. I really didn't realize. And so we're coming up on a break. And listeners, I'm so glad that you joined me today. And I have Lisa Payway with me here. And she is from Envision Therapy. And what, what we're really talking about today is the equine-assisted therapy and support that horses can give us in this, in this healing experience. So join me in the next segment. As we talk with Lisa Payway again, make sure that you visit the website at CynthiaHyatt.com. That's C-I-N-T-H-I-E-T-T.com. And we'll join you again in the next segment. Well, welcome back to Conversations with Cynthia. I'm Cynthia Hyatt. Glad you are with me today. And I have a special guest today. This is, uh, her name is Lisa Payway. And she is a professional life coach and equine specialist and support group facilitator. And she does this remarkable work with horses. And I'm sure that you may, well, maybe you have not heard of what equine uh, assisted therapy is about and how it, it's really really infiltrating all areas of the therapy world as such a phenomenal tool for healing a myriad of, of problems, many of them, especially post-traumatic stress disorder, but really helping with just understanding yourself. And it is so reparative in the relationship process and relationship with horses is quite a reparative experience in relating to yourself, relating to others, relating to God. So I'm glad that Lisa is joining us today, and I want to make sure that if you're just listening in, that you go to the website at CynthiaHyatt.com, where you can listen to the show in its entirety if you're just joining us today. So Lisa, thank you again mm-hmm. for being with us. And I, I, we, were talking, yeah, we were talking off air about, you know, one of the things that I've learned through you, through working with you, is this mirroring and congruence issue. So explain that. That is one of the unique issues about horses. Absolutely. So they are so... They're so emotive. They're very emotive and they're very hypervigilant. They have to to survive. So they notice everything in their environment. So when we have a, a client, they're reading that client emotionally. And of course, they're reading me and my assistant as well. So we have to be really aware of what's going on with inside of us. And one of the things that the horses are really good at is adjusting themselves based on what's going on with the person. So they have this reflective, this emotionally reflective quality to them. They will pick up on the emotions of the individual. And they also have this um, quality to be up, this quality about them that they're drawn 
to congruence. They're drawn to authenticity. And boy, in our culture, we have such a challenge with getting really authentic with our inner self. We live in our head, or we may have one feeling. We don't realize that we probably have three or four other feelings going on at the same time, and they might be in opposition to each other. And where humans can't pick this up, horses will pick it up. So through the process of questioning and coaching and some mindfulness kind of techniques, I can help an individual start to discover what's actually going on in themselves. And based on their own awareness, these horses will respond. And then I'm reading the horse's response to help me know how to question the client. And the end result tends to be as a person gets very in the moment, they get very congruent, they get very aware of what's really going on inside of them emotionally, this horse comes close to them. So give us a story that kind of helps explain like this process. Right. Wow. Well, I've got one that just comes to me that's fairly recent, actually. I have um, a young woman who's working as a missionary and loves the Lord, loves God. And she came to one of my um, workshops, which incidentally, we have one coming up on October 8th. And she came to one of my... To say right now when people are hearing it, tell them how to get a hold of you so they don't lose that moment. Great. www.envisiontherapy.org slash events. And you can go on there. You can get a ticket. And because you're listening to this broadcast, if you type in the discount code HEALING in all caps, H-E-A-L-I-N-G, you'll get a 25%, you'll get a 50% discount. Nice. So anyway, she was there. I have her step up as a volunteer. And she, of course, knows God, loves God. She's, you know, she spends her time serving the Lord as a missionary, right? And she's working with this horse. And what comes up for her in about, I don't know, a minute or two minutes when this horse is kind of being standoffish and we're talking about things, she says, you know what I'm noticing? This horse being standoffish is how I see God. Wow. Profound. Right. She said, I'd never realized that I kept him kind of at an arm's length. And I said, okay, well, let's just keep going with this. And as we kept talking and I kept questioning and she started to um, get more in touch with what was going on inside of her, this horse started to come close and she was able to make the connection of how her heavenly father wants to be so incredibly close to her and that it was her and her own incongruencies inside that kept him at arm's length. And it was profound. I mean, we had tears, and she immediately signed up, said, I got to do some more of this. <laughs> this is amazing. And I just love that story because it's so um, profound about how our Heavenly Father really wants us to be in the moment, congruent, honest, transparent, vulnerable. And He is the strength and power. And that opens the door and invites Him in. And so that's one really cool story, and I've got others as well. Well, I think that's amazing because I remember, I think it was the second time, I think I did two sessions with you as I was trying to learn about this. And, you know, Mm -hmm. so that I, I usually like to do everything that I like refer clients to Mm -hmm. first. So I try all these different modalities, right? So I, I get firsthand experience of what it is so that I am better able to figure out, wow, this client would really benefit from this type of modality or this type of protocol. And, and so I think it was the second time I, and I remember we had this, 
um, session set up for like a Wednesday afternoon, and I had been seeing clients all morning. And then I went and I was teaching at Grand Canyon at Arizona Christian University. And I remember I was driving home from the class, and I was like, "Oh, the last thing I want to do is go do this," mm-hmm. you know. And I thought, but I committed to Lisa. I'm going to get there, so I get to the ranch and. And you look at me and you can see the look on my face. And I'm just like, no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just like, let's get this over with. Let's just do this thing. Let's do this deal, right? And, um, you know, I, my tendency, because I'm a cognitive behavioral therapist, is I'm very, and I'm an intellect, I'm very much always in my head, right? And so you're like, well, you know, we don't really have to do it, but, you know, why don't we just see? And I'm like, okay, whatever. And I think you probably talked to me for 10 minutes before mm-hmm. we ever even did a horse, right? right? Because right. I was just so, I was kind of ramped up and I was like, oh, I just don't want to do an emotional experience, <laughs> right? And so, you know, we ended up picking this this horse named Sandman, right? Right, right. It was a very old horse. Yes. It doesn't look great, right? <laughs> That's to put it exactly. kindly. And so I'm like, really, Sandman? <laughs> like, I wanted, you know, what was the other horse's name? Oh, Buckeye. Buckeye. Big He Buckeye. looked like, you know, well, he looked like, you know, Sheriff Dillon's like horse. He was yes. huge. It was beautiful. I'm like, I want that horse, you know. And and so as we go through this process, though, what happened with Sandman? He so mirrored how I was feeling. And you ended. What you said to me was, "Why don't you just walk around the corral?" And all I did, he just walked right next to me. I didn't even have to lead him. And as I walked and walked and walked, I just started crying. And he just yes. kept walking next to me. He didn't even bend down and eat grass. Mm-hmm. He was perfect distance from me. He just walked with me and walked with me and walked with me. And by the end of that, like, 20-minute walk, I was so renewed and refreshed. It was like this wonderful companion. His presence was just so caring for me. Yes. And so it was like, so here we are at the end of this hour. So, listeners, I want to make sure, please join us in this next segment because Lisa's going to talk about all that just happened in that story I told you about what I experienced with this wonderful horse, this old, old <laughs> soul of a horse. Yes. You know, and um, and, and so I, I really want to encourage you to listen to this next half hour. And you can also visit Lisa at Envision, www.envisiontherapy.org. Yes, Envisiontherapy.org for more information. Thank you. So this is Cynthia Hyatt with Conversations with Cynthia. Join us in this next segment as we talk more about equine-assisted therapy. Well, thank you for joining me today. This is Cynthia Hyatt, and you are listening to Conversations with Cynthia on 1360 KPXQ Faith Talk. So glad that you joined me today. And if you're just now tuning in, I want to make sure that you take advantage of the website at CynthiaHyatt.com, where you can listen to the show in its entirety, and you will not want to miss any of this show. It is just such a fun and inspiring show. It's really all about horses. And if you've ever heard of equine-assisted therapy, I have a specialist on the show today. Her name is Lisa Payway, and she has had 30 years of, of working with, with horses. And she's a horsewoman, and she's an amazing horsewoman. And she has a psychology degree as well as a, a minor in uh, business. And so she does a great 
service to the community through this whole equine assisted therapy and support program. So Lisa, thank you again for joining mm, us. My pleasure. Thanks Tell for people how me. to get a hold of you one more time. Absolutely. You can get a hold of me directly by my email, which is lisa at envisiontherapy.org. That's envision with an E. And our website is www.envisiontherapy.org. Again, with an E, E-N-V-I-S-I-O-N. Great. So we left off this last hour. I was telling the listeners about this this session I did with you because as a therapist, I, I like to do the protocols before I encourage people to go experience them. So I came, and this was, I think, the second one I did, and how powerful it was, this experience that I had of this horse just tuning into my stress level and my upset, and I just was like, I don't want to do another thing. And he just, he just walked next to me, paced with me exactly. And occasionally he would like move his head toward me. Mm-hmm. You know, it was amazing. He yes. would kind of come a little close to me and then he'd, well, I mean, he was so just kind. Yes. I, I, I told you off air, I get a lump in my throat, even remembering that event. Right. It was so special and so sweet. It really was. And what I call that particular moment is the being with. And it's just being with. And it's where this... Which we don't do as humans. We don't. We stay in our head. We tend to keep arm's length between individuals. And we tend to be busy. And we do activities to try and have some sort of intimacy. To be with somebody. Exactly. When that's really just um, intensity. It's not a general and authentic being with. So, Cynthia, what you were experiencing was in the moment this gigantic creature being with you and saying, I want to be with you. I don't care if you're upset. I don't really care if you've had a hard day. I don't really care if you're not really here. Exactly. You don't I have to be anything. To be with. Yes. Well, and that's absolutely the key here because we as most of us that are um, type A personalities and in our culture, we're accomplishment-aholics and we got to go, 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 go. Very rarely do we get to experience something so profound when we didn't do anything to deserve it or to earn it. And so there again, we get this message of unconditional love and acceptance that we didn't work for. And so this being with, you just had all this stuff going on, and this horse was just with you. And as you mentioned that, not only just being with you, he continued to gain connection by bringing his head over to you, nuzzling you as you walked. And he was so tuned in. He wasn't interested in the grass. He wasn't interested in anything else. He was focused on you. And I love how you brought up the other horse, Buckeye. Yes. And it, it just kind of shows, you know, what's wrapped on the outside of the package isn't always what's on the inside of the package. Exactly. Because he was one of your he, least exactly. workable horses. Exactly. And, and, you know, every horse by their own instincts can do this work. But again, depending on their history and their attitude and their temperament, they may be better at it than others. And for that particular day, that wasn't the, the right horse. <laughs> no, Sandman was just, you know, he yes. was kind and he really was, mm-hmm. you know, that that same issue of God wanting to be with us, right? you know, and commune with us. Right. And so it was this presence of this big beast, this just huge animal with the kindest, gentlest energy. You know, that if any moment, if he wanted to, he could knock me over. Right. The same way we have with God, that God just wants to be with us. And we have such a hard time 
being with people. This is one of the reasons our culture right now is such an obsession with animals. We have to take our animals everywhere. It's like I tell people it's like bringing your binky with you. <laughs> you know, we just take our pets everywhere we go. And I'm one of them. I love pets and I've always loved pets. And they just offer us this wonderful feeling of security of, you know, we don't have to be anything with a pet. Right. Absolutely. You know, and, and it's one of the great disservices that we do to one another. Mm-hmm. So tell us again, because we are now already to a break, So oh how to get a hold of so you, because you have an event coming up as well. Oh, we do. We have so many things coming up. But our event that's coming up right around the corner is our fundraiser called Renaissance Rains, and it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a Renaissance party. It's at the beautiful home of John and Tracy Dombrowski of Grand Canyon Planning. And we're going to be having three. They are, hey, they are he, they are on our their station. They are. I just saw my they're on the station. Jeremy, my producer, goes, "Hey, yep, absolutely, yes, they are great. on the station." And we're going to be bringing three of our miniature horses. Oh, that's so, so you fun. don't want to miss it. It's uh, you can get that at www.envisiontherapy.org/events. Wonderful. Join us again in the next segment. Cynthia Hyatt with conversations with Cynthia, thirteen sixty KPXQ Faith Talk. Welcome back to Conversations with Cynthia. I'm Cynthia Hyatt. And if you are just tuning in, this is the last segment of the show. So please remember to visit the website at CynthiaHyatt.com. You can listen to this show in its entirety or any other show that we have had on air. And make sure you visit me on Facebook. That's Cynthia Hyatt, Inc. That's INC for Incorporated. Twitter, Instagram, all kinds of places that you can find some helpful, inspirational, and motivational things to get you through your day. So today I have with me Lisa Payway, and she is an equine specialist and support group facilitator. She's also a professional life coach, and she holds um, certifications as a therapeutic writing instructor, as an equine specialist in mental health. And she is uh, the entrepreneur, the developer, the creator, the vision casting person Mm -hmm. of Envision.org, www.envision.org. Therapy, Envision... EnvisionTherapy.org is our website. Okay, EnvisionTherapy.org. I always forget if that word is there. So it's www.EnvisionTherapy.org. She has lots of uh, different um, events that are going on, and I'm going to give her a couple of minutes just to tell you more about what Envision really does Mm, and where it's going because it's doing some big things. Absolutely. Thank you, Cynthia. And the name of our organization is actually Envision Therapeutic Horsemanship, which encompasses all types of care for all types of individuals. So we really have a broad base umbrella of being able to help individuals with emotional and relational challenges as well as cognitive and physical challenges. So we do programs that are mounted on top of a horse where we're working with cognitive disabilities like TBI and autism and and things like that as well as physical disabilities like amputeeism or CP um, or you know, stroke type of things. And we work with all kinds of populations. We do a lot of work with military, returning military, and family reintegration programs. We are committed to working with not just the individual, but the family of the individual, whether that means they have a child or an adult with a disability in their family, or they have someone who's going through trauma or has experienced, you know, victimization in some way. So we really want to come around the family as best we can. So we offer a wide variety of services, and the services we've been talking about 
um, in the first segment is they've been strictly ground-based. You do not get on top of a horse. But we do have a few types of services for certain populations where you do get on the horse. And you also don't need to know anything about horses. You can also be afraid of horses. There are no barriers for this kind of work. Um, it's really uh, amazing how it can connect with everybody on all levels. And what's really exciting, our vision is to <clears throat> help individuals that wouldn't normally be able to have access to equine-assisted activities. As Cynthia mentioned, treatment centers have this sort of modality, and it's very popular, and it's very powerful. And our vision is to get this out to as many people as we can that would not ever be able to afford this type of interaction because horses are really expensive. So we have started on a place around 40th and Shea, and it's beautiful. But our vision is to expand. And this year we're so excited. We are expanding to a church. The Bridge Church on Thomas is being really innovative with how they serve the community. They are putting in facilities for our horses to where we will haul our horses down there and do, at first, an after-school program. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. We'll do probably an hour or two after-school program for children in the neighborhood, foster care kids, at-risk youth, that type of thing. And we want to move it to... Um, other populations um, and partner with other organizations. We've been having talks with Phoenix Rescue Mission and, and others, which we'd be really excited to serve them there. That would be able to almost double the number of people we're able to work with. And then we're also working on leasing a facility somewhere maybe a little bit farther north, maybe around Dynamite area or... Um, up in that area, where we can again expand our services. Eventually, our vision is to have locations throughout the entire valley where we can really get, as we say in our video, the country to the city, which is so important. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So, so I left the listeners, you know, in the last segment, I said yes. that we were going to talk more about this experience that I had with this horse Sandman that was quite an emotional experience because it was. I had had a terrible day, a very, very busy day, and the last thing I wanted to do was come and try to, like, do some new experience. And, you know, so you were like, it's okay. Hey, we don't have to do anything right now. Let's just sit here for a minute. And then we kind of walked through the corrals and looked at some mm. of the horses, and we picked this horse, Sandman, which is very old horse. It wasn't necessarily the best-looking horse, <laughs> right? But a kind soul, the very thing God knew that I needed. Right. And I just was able to, as I walked around with this horse and experienced how much he just wanted to be next to me and how, how he just paced himself with me and didn't ask for anything from me. It was the most amazing experience I ever had. I calmed down. I cried. It was like, oh, my gosh. And I got so grounded. It was about, took about 20 minutes, I think. Right. Well, it just really speaks to our soul, the mm -hmm. cry of our soul to be wanted, to be wanted to be with, to be slowed down, to have time for that being with. And we all need that. And it's not just for reparative work. It's for lifestyle as well, if life enrichment as well. Uh, you mentioned, you know, you should come out every day. I said, absolutely. You should come out every day after work. It'd be great. And in fact, we do have people that volunteer 
just because it helps them. They get to help people, which is a wonderful bonus. Now you do want volunteers. We absolutely want volunteers, yes. And you train. You do mm-hmm. the training of the volunteers. What we do is we have volunteers that are already very proficient in horse skills. We will use them to help with the horses, and then we take anybody that will that wants to help work alongside the horse with a client that will be mounted on top of the horse. And they offer support physically and emotionally and relationally. And they get to walk around with these amazing horses themselves. So it feels very therapeutic for them, too. And the atmosphere is very therapeutic. And then we have a need for volunteers in all segments of our organization because it's a volunteer-driven organization. That's amazing. Yeah. So talk talk more about, you know, this whole idea of what it does to the vestibular system, mm. the sympathetic nervous system. I mean, there is such... It's a much faster process than just cognitive therapy. Now, cognitive therapy, obviously, we need that because that's just a human element, and and it helps us tremendously. But we have to use these other modalities, you know, that that really helps us get involved in the emotional system that releases trauma, that releases Mm. stress, that releases repressed memories, you know, these types of things. Absolutely. So there's two different types of ways that these horses really help. So if we're working with people with emotional challenges, generally PTSD, anxieties, a lot of things. Or the Asperger's, autism. Right. Right. But the first step is that it helps to calm the nervous system. Just what you noticed. You had a, a rough day. So being in the presence of the horse and being guided into how to kind of connect with that emotional peace really calms the nervous system. And once the nervous system is calmed, all kinds of things can happen, which is great. Um, the other piece, if we have a physical disability and they're riding the horse, the motion of the horse mimics the motion of healthy walking. So our hips move in the same motion they would if we were walking. So if there's a person that has a disabled gait, they can't walk normally, or they're in a wheelchair, getting them on a horse gives them, one, a sense of freedom, but two, it stimulates the vestibular system, which stimulates cognitive things, um, all kinds of physical things are going on. I know that's really technical, but anyway, um, uh, it's but really There's a release beneficial. of endorphins. Absolutely. There's a release, of, you know, yes. And yes. so there's a lot of healing at a cellular level that happens. Absolutely. And so it mimics the um, the movement of a walk. And it was really interesting. We had a, an ASU professor come out and do some research. And what he discovered was that the same impulses going to a human body when they're riding a horse is the same impulse and intensity of climbing stairs. So when you watch someone sit on a horse, you can easily say, well, they're not doing anything. But really, their vestibular system is being stimulated the same way as not just them walking, but them climbing stairs. So that was really profound. That's amazing. Yeah. That's That's amazing. So tell us some about how this helps trauma, Mm -hmm. how it helps, you know, bonding and attachment, which is huge. Right. How it helps us to get out of our head. But more than anything, that fear that we have of being close, Mm -hmm. the intimacy issues that Mm -hmm. certainly in Americans really struggle with. Because Americans, you know, we only know how to be happy, you know, (laughs) and occasionally we'll be angry. But we can't do any other feeling than happy and mad. Right. You know, so God forbid we let anybody know we're afraid or sad. Right. Yes. Well, not at the barn. Exactly. (laughs) Not at the barn. But the one thing I love about our program is that you never have to do anything you don't want to do. From the moment a person comes on that property, they are empowered 
to be in charge of their process. And they're given information. And that's a little bit of a difference in some of the other types of things that are out there. They're definitely given information about the process so that they can really um, have a sense of empowerment of what they're comfortable with. So in the first few sessions, they might not ever even get into the stall with a horse. Or they might, but it's up to them. So you don't have so anyone out there that is afraid of horses, yes. please do not let that be something that you have to work out before you get there. Absolutely, absolutely. Because um, you know, I've done many sessions where people are just sitting at the table in front of the stalls, and that's as close as they could get for that day, and that's okay. Right. And part of that is having a sense of empowerment, because so many relationships have been wounded because they've felt disempowered. They felt, so talk about, tell people what that word disempowered right. means. Well, it's where, um, where there's been an abuse of power by another individual. And you've been made to do something you didn't want to do exactly. or didn't have a choice. Exactly. Or, or like you it. were manipulated mm-hmm. or compelled or guilted into doing things. Right. So they've just kind of let their life be at the mercy of someone else, whether they've been a, a survivor of domestic violence or any other kind of abuse or trauma. They've had this sense of powerlessness. Or even emo- just emotional abuse. Absolutely. If you have a legalistic. system where you're condemned or guilted or shamed repeatedly into doing things that you don't want to do, even if it's, you know, performance-oriented things. Right, right. So so basically as we work our way into the presence of the horse, whether we're outside or whether we're inside, and I start to, to guide a person on being mindful with some deep breathing exercises and relaxation so that they can really get in tune with that emotional piece, we will start to watch the horse give us feedback. I've had some people say, oh, it's a biofeedback machine. You know, in a way it is. Fascinating. That is fascinating. But it has relational dynamics. So when you get the biofeedback... Well, explain that, what that means to people. Absolutely. So if, if you're in a state of saying, oh, oh, this is a great story, really quick. So I had someone, oh, I so want to be next to the horse. I so want to go in there. I want to be next to the horse. And the horse walks away. Oh, wow, that doesn't sound good. Well, we handle that in a way of sharing that that horse is actually respecting what's going on inside of them. And with a little more exploration, what we found out was, yes, she wanted to go in and be with the horse, but she was scared to death that the horse would reject her. So the horse was giving her basically biofeedback of an unconscious message she wasn't even aware of at the moment. When she became conscious of that, owned it, the horse came next to her. It's amazing. It was incredible. It's the, it's amazing how you find out things you might be thinking or feeling you didn't even know you were having. Right. So it brought up this fear of rejection. Of, yes. Mm-hmm. The feedback of, of horses and the experience. Yes. And then we could work toward repairing those experiences of being rejection. So, wow, I can't believe we're at the end of the hour already. Mm, Thank you so much. Make sure, please tell us again how to get a hold of you and the things that you have coming up. Okay, absolutely. I can be reached at Lisa, L-I-S-A, at EnvisionTherapy.org, E-N-V-I-S-I-O-N, Therapy.org. And we have two really great things that I would love to invite you to. The first one is October 8th at 1.30 to 4.30. It's called an Equine Facilitated Learning Workshop. And you can register by going to our, our website. The second is our fundraiser, Renaissance Reigns, Lead the Charge to Change a Life. Tickets are 175 apiece. We have silent auction items. It's going to be a ball, and we'd love to have you there. Thank you so much for being here today, Lisa. Thank I you for having me. So this much. has been fantastic. 
This is Cynthia Hyatt with Conversations with Cynthia. Make sure you visit the website at CynthiaHyatt.com and Facebook at Cynthia Hyatt, Inc., Twitter, Instagram. If you need um, a facilitator, if you need a speaker for any of your organizational needs, please contact me through the website. Have a great week. Inspiring to you. We'd like to remind listeners that this show isn't a replacement for professional counseling or therapy. The messages and teachings shared during this show are given as a way to teach listeners with ideas and insights about how to become your own best version. Cynthia is available as a keynote or guest speaker for corporate or spiritual events. To contact Cynthia, go to CynthiaHyatt.com. If you missed any part of this program, you can hear a replay at any time at FaithTalk1360.com. Join us again next Sunday at 4 p.m. for Conversations with Cynthia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.